0: hey everybody and welcome back to the women's sporting club podcast i'm your host Erica luddy and i'm here with my co-host bethany moore hey bethany
1: hi guys hi welcome back
0: (laughs) we're back with another episode of cruise the internet with erica and bethany so let's get started off um first article that we pulled up is hunting season affected by ammo shortages but archery is booming
1: it is booming. Yeah. And this was uh what December 3rd, so it was a, a recent article obviously.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, I know just... we
1: have like definitely run into these issues um with uh, shotgun shells has been or shotgun ammo has been really hard to find specifically for waterfowl around here at least. Oh yeah. And I had the same problem, but holy We've cow, ha- ammo ammo is fine.
0: Yeah, it's like we so we hunt birds mostly but like just like you finding 12 gauge has been a nightmare um also for our deer hunting and like our big game hunting we have a 257 win mag and then we've got a a 3030. um but finding ammo for it has been a total nightmare like we can't find anything we've had to be ordering everything online but usually we could go to like academy and go buy a box for like 20 or 30 bucks um -hmm. i know that i found a box of uh 257 back in september but they wanted like 75 dollars for 20 rounds i was like what the hell (laughs) yeah that's insane like
1: probably the the ammo we haven't had trouble finding thankfully is um 6.8 has been Mm -hmm. pretty easy to find online We box um, and literally from the time we ordered it to the time it showed up was like three days,
0: which oh, is that's awesome.
1: a big deal because we are in a very small town of like 2,100 people. So like, our, like, I, we can't like, am, not that we would order it off of Amazon, but you know, our Amazon, <laughs> some people get same day, some people get two day. Ours is typically like at least two to three days out. So I was really impressed with that, uh, delivery for the ammo, 6.8 ammo, yeah. um, which is what we use for hot. You know, when we do have the ability to shoot a deer, we just use our AR and that's the ammo we use. But everything else has seemed to be pretty difficult. Yeah. It's and you know, obviously supply chain issues, yeah. um and just it's severe shortage in ammunition that's just
0: really frustrating.
1: And oh, everyone's totally. experiencing the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I definitely think it's interesting that they're saying that archery sales have been strong. Um yeah. I know at least like just in our like social hunting circle, we've seen a lot of our friends take up archery in the last year. Yeah. Just because yeah. of the issues with ammo. Cause you yeah. so you buy you buy the bow and then you buy all the accoutrements to go with it, including the arrows. But the arrows you can reuse. So unless you lose one or you Robin Hood it, which is basically firing one right into the back of the other one and destroying both of them um <laughs> you can continue to use and reuse these arrows for a long period of time so it's just more cost yeah. effective um we've just seen a ton of our friends get into it which has been great um and it's just it's a completely different... asked... yeah it's
1: something i asked for uh for christmas also for my oh husband,
0: you did so oh awesome out...
1: yeah i've been yeah. For a while now but i just you know with all of our moving and blah yeah. blah blah, it's, you know hasn't really yeah. been quite the right time to learn a new uh technique but um but yeah i would love to get and and that has uh been part of the reason is because so much you know you don't have to yeah. spend a crap ton of money on ammo or try to find ammo you've got you know and you can in. do
0: it in your backyard, which is great. Like yeah, we, exactly. so like in our yard, we've got a 40-yard range set up. And we can literally just go in the backyard along the side of the house, along the fence, and just fling some arrows. It's really easy. It's quiet. It doesn't make a lot of noise. And yeah. you know, you don't have to like drive to a gun range, go pay whatever the fee is at the gun range, spend a bunch of money and ammo, do the whole thing. Because like I don't know about yeah. you, but every time we go to a gun range, we spend hundred to two hundred dollars minimum.
1: Oh, easy! It's between it's so expensive.
0: Yeah, between the ammo and the range fees and whatever else. Um, happy to do it, but it's just so much more cost effective to do the archery. But I will totally. say, like, there's le- again with everything, there's levels, and there's you can get a decent bow set up for like a couple hundred bucks, maybe like five to seven hundred dollars. Derek mm-hmm. and I have like Matthew's bows. So your bare bow is about a thousand dollars minimum. And then getting the strings on it, getting the sight, buying the arrows. I mean, you're, I mean, my bow, I think all in cost about 1600 bucks. So not Mouth. terrible. His Mouth. is probably closer okay. to 2500 because he got a brand new one that was like a brand new model that just came out and he's got upgraded strings and he's got a much better sight on his because he's more into actually doing archery hunting hunting and he's got all the broadheads and all the things that go with it. Um and his arrows are they're called grizzlies and they're very thick and they're super heavy but they're he used them to take down a bison. So like they oh, pack awesome. a lot of punch. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but they're expensive. I think seri- pretty serious. <laughs> yeah they're like 30 to 40 dollars per arrow. So wow you, know, you buy a dozen of those, you do the math on it, it's a decent amount of money to buy a bunch of them. Um, and then you've got to buy the targets and all that stuff, but it's not terribly expensive compared to what you would spend if you were going shooting on a regular basis. So
1: yeah. And it's awesome for people in the city that they can literally like you guys, like you can mm-hmm. literally just set up in your backyard. You're not disturbing anybody. There's no yep. shots ringing out, you know, yep. no, nothing like that. so that's,
0: <laughs>
1: it's, you know, it's good because people obviously with the pandemic and COVID, like people are obviously have been more into doing things outside and, looking at like new activities to do. So it's like super easy. So that makes sense to me. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, ammo's, you know, big ammo, ammo shortage. People are hunting more. They're out yep. more outside. And then, you know, uh, archery is like something so simple and easy to do literally in your backyard like you guys do.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you if you're going to do this in a neighborhood setting, you just really need to be certain what's behind what you're shooting at because you yes. don't want to like go into the neighbor's yard. Like you want to make sure that you've got a fence. We built a backstop made out of really, really thick rubber. Basically the type of rubber pads that you put in like horse stalls. We built a frame, put the black thick rubber pad down and then put the targets in front of it. So it's the target, the rubber stop, and then there's space and then we have a fence. And then there's Perfect. um there's like a city alley that's like 10 feet wide and then our neighbor's fence. So Unless we completely miss the target, we're not going to be impacting anybody. <laughs> but you have to be right, very careful with right. that stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <But> yeah, <laughs> so. All right, cool. cool. So let's move on to some some politics. Um, yeah. <laughs> next episode, uh, Jesse Smollett is going to be possibly testifying in his case. Um, If you guys remember what happened with this, this was an actor. I think he was in what, like Empire or something. He was in Empire,
1: which I, I like, was was obsessed with that show. I love that show. I watched it completely up to date on it. So I was so disappointed. Yeah. um, When this happened, because he and honestly, like I don't know if you've seen the Dave Chappelle Netflix special, but like I can't say his name properly anymore. Like. C is juicy smollier. Like <laughs> that's, how I have to pronounce it because that's how James Chappelle pronounces it. So I can't read it Jesse anymore. Like it's juicy. Juicy Smolier. Like oh my God, so. <laughs> but I was oh so my gosh, because I was I was super fan of that show. Um and to hear this happen was just super unfortunate. But um yeah. I think the actual well, rehash. Happened, was it last winter? Yeah, let's rehash
0: okay so so basically what happened was about a year ago this was this was prior to the election i want to say it was like september of 2020 or something it was like that
1: in chicago i know sorry like no no, no. it was in
0: january 29th of 2019 so a y- almost okay. two years ago at this point um Basically what happened is Jesse hired and paid these two brothers to stage an attack. It's a, and it was a fake racist and anti-gay attack on himself in downtown Chicago. So he was trying to capitalize off of um, social and political issues going on in early 2019 to and this is just my opinion, to kind of bolster his career and bolster his image because he wanted to be seen as a victim. Um, they found out very quickly that he had, he had intentionally staged this and just very bizarre, and it was a whole thing. Um, he gave them a dialogue to recite. He paid for the rope, and he told them to fashion it into a noose and loop it around his neck during the attack. So he completely orchestrated this false attack, and now we're finally seeing the trial play out, um, and they've already heard testimony from the two brothers that he hired from some other witnesses and, you know, people in the Chicago police department. Now, um, he might be called to actually testify. That's what this article is about. And I think it's like this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they actually call him to testify. Cause it's like, what's he going to say? I didn't like, he's either going to just admit it and say that he did it. But I think he pleaded not guilty to this. Well, they have receipts. Like he literally yeah. wrote them
1: checks. Like there's proof, yeah. solid proof that he paid them off. So it's just kind of funny. It would be,
0: it's like, what's kind the of point hilarious. of? It's yeah. like, what's the point of putting him on the stand? Because it's if he, right. if he's pleading not guilty, he's either going to go on the stand and completely perjure himself and say, "Oh, I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this," against all the evidence and all the testimony and everything that they've got. Or he'll take the stand and completely incriminate himself, which is really what he should do. He should just come clean and say, Hey guys, I effed up. I shouldn't have done it. My bad. And just, you know, take the punishment and like, let's all move on. So. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's I just don't understand. Like this whole victim mentality thing is just not my jam. I don't understand it. I have no sympathy for it. You weren't attacked.
1: Right. I, I, there, um, So you can't be penalized by a judge for not testifying, but if he does take the stand and the judge believes that he perjured himself, he can actually add prison time.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, do the right thing.
1: Right. No, for sure. I'm just saying do the right thing. If he he decides not to testify, it's because of that.
0: Oh, totally. And like, I I get that, you know, coming from legal background, I totally get it. But at the same time, like you are a public figure. Okay. Yep. You created this false narrative. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got caught. You need to just take the licking. Right.
1: And, and to it has- just like, to just further like try and fan the flames of racism and racist actions that are happening, like, and try to make it. I mean, he literally said that it was two guys in MAGA hats. Like he was really yeah. just truly trying to fan the flames of hatred and racism that are already so Mm -hmm. out of control in this country and that makes me so so angry because oh yeah you know that there are probably the the general majority of people in the country like don't follow the particulars of this story and they just because everyone talked about um this racist act that happened to him like i guarantee you so many people still think that it was like it actually happened
0: yeah (laughs) exactly it's like you're in this i'm not saying that racism doesn't exist because i'm sure in a very small percentage of the world it does exist okay at least within the united states 80 to 90 percent of people don't effing care they judge you based on your character and how you act and how you treat other people and how you generally interact in society right Right. this is just
1: some really stupid people out there that are hateful and um of course like
0: yeah yeah, but it's like the only person that was racist in this situation was Jesse against himself. Like, like Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like you are the, you are the person who is racist and you are the person who is anti-gay and you are the person who has an issue with other people. Nobody was yeah. bothering you. You went out there and caused an issue. You tried to be a victim. It's like right. you're not oppressed, you're just inappropriate. Well, and that
1: just goes <laughs> to show you, like that just goes to show you like he had to literally make up this story like yeah. that shows you how like little true racism really like like come on you're you had to go out and make this story and create the story and literally pay people to try and do this like
0: mm-hmm. we're just grabbing at straws
1: right like exactly we f-
0: like we for what and like it's not like he was some struggling actor like he was on no. empire i don't know exactly. his full resume because i don't really care at this point yeah but i'm assuming just based on the fact that he was on empire which was a good show at the time that he probably had other opportunities you know he wasn't i'm going to blatantly assume that he's not struggling career-wise he's probably not struggling financially so what is the motivation like right
1: he's blacklisted now so yeah
0: exactly it's like that obviously didn't work out for you jesse right um so yeah, there's, there's that. So it'll be interesting to see if he does end up taking the stand or not. I'm assuming that he's not going to, but yeah. <laughs> we'll have to keep, keep tabs on that and see what happens here in the next week awesome. or so. So, all right, yeah. well, let's talk about something fun. Yes, um, please. <laughs> we are, we are officially past Thanksgiving and into Christmas season. Um, yeah. So this is a, a little fun event that happened over the weekend um, in Newry, Maine they had a santa skiing for charity over the weekend um more than 230 230- i just love
1: the photo like i know I love the photo in this article is hilarious there's so many santas
0: i know it's so cute um so more than 230 skiing and snowboarding chris kringles to took to a western main resort on sunday to raise money for charity so I love this. It's just a bunch of people that went out and they donated a minimum of $20 to help support local education and recreation programs um, for the Sunday River Community Fund, which is a local charity in Western Maine. And they just had a huge Santa skiing and snowboarding day. I love it. They're all just. As the article says, slaying it on the ski slope. <laughs> no! I, love that. <laughs> I love it. It's like, I love that we're now officially in Christmas season because I think that yeah. now that life is kind of, kind of getting back to normal, all the fun yeah. things are going to start happening. I don't know Definitely. if they're going to do like the big Santa bar crawls this year or Santa day parades or any of that stuff, but I hope they do. Um, I hope so. so. I it's would do just-
1: a, um. A Christmas parade last week, actually, in Longview, which is about yeah. 40, 45 minutes or so from where we live. And um, my husband's uh, TV station he works for, like, did a parade float, and it was a massive turnout. And Longview's oh, not- Oh, that's a awesome. Crazy. It was packed. I mean, there were so many people, because they didn't do it last year because mm-hmm. of everything, and so they did it this year. It was massive, massive, massive. It was it was awesome. Very cool. Oh, so that's I just awesome. love- And everyone was saying Merry Christmas, which I love. Like everyone, it was just so feel good and great. And I'm so glad that we're getting back to doing big events like that. I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's it's about damn time. We should have never stopped. But, you know, Uh, um, (laughs) anyways, but yeah, it's just, it's great to see it. It's good to see people getting into the holiday spirit and just going out and living life and enjoying it. And this is just one of those like fun, feel good things. So. Very happy Absolutely. to see these things and um, looking forward to a lot more on social media, I'm sure in the next couple of weeks with Santa bar crawls and because what's Definitely. the, oh, it's SantaCon. That's the big event that happens in New York City. Usually every year, ah. it's like this massive like Santa day. They pick a, a random Saturday in December and they have like tens of thousands of people that go out in New York City and they do a parade and they run a 5k and then they all basically go out and party in all the bars in New York City. <laughs> so it's just That's covered in good. Santas. Awesome. <laughs> all right guys well thanks again for joining us on this episode of cruise the internet with erica and bethany um we appreciate you listening if you got value from the podcast please share it with your friends and family um feel free to connect with us on social media on instagram at women's sporting club facebook at women's sporting club and check out our website womensportingclub.com. thanks so much guys